Hello, welcome back to Plant Product Owner. This is your host, Scott, where we talk about thinking patterns, all things agile. Product Owner, Scrum Masters, and Dev Team is probably going to be important for you to listen to this episode today as we talk a little bit about some topics that I have covered in the past, uh, but I have had some questions on uh, a couple of these topics. So we've talked about the need to see work uh, before the demo or the sprint review. Remember, I've told you, if you've seen the work for the first time in the sprint demo or in the sprint review with everybody else, you're too late. You're, you're late, man. <laughs> um, so I, I, I want to dive into that topic today because a listener writes, and again, I've, I've been catching up on some of these emails. I'm sorry if I don't get right back to you. Um, just realize that the numbers on this podcast is really going up, and I really appreciate that. Please continue to share it uh, as I commit to you to get out more episodes. How fun. All right. Um, and I'm thinking, by the way, just kind of a shameless plug here. I'm thinking, by the way, of like putting my Venmo ID or something on the <laughs> on the podcast. So, you know, if anybody wants to, uh, feels, feels led to like say, hey, Scott, I really appreciate it. Here's 10 bucks or whatever. I mean, that'd be great. But anyway, you're not obligated anyway. Um, so back to this. A listener writes, you mentioned, and I fully agree, it's important to review stories, dev work with the devs prior to the sprint review. But what is the process that uh, you follow that works best? Do you do all stories, key stories, special event session? Is this a post-daily uh, stand-up collaboration? Um, so this was the question. So um, I would like to offer uh, maybe a solution to you today, but I want to go a little bit deeper than just the solution, of course, because, again, we talk about thinking patterns here, right? And uh, I think you're going to enjoy today's episode. I really do. It's uh, it's kind of an out-of-the-box, maybe, uh, conversation today that I want to have with you. And... Uh, in my in my humble opinion, just to give you kind of uh, the quick and dirty, it's during the uh, daily standup. Really, I think this is where we're. Uh, I think this is where where it best fits. Um, but I know that you're going to have some uh, questions about that already. It's like, well, wait a minute, Scott. We can't do it during the daily standup because that's not our meeting or whatever, or not our ceremony. So I'm going to share with you some tips that I found to be effective um, with using that as ceremony. And again. I think the Scrum Guide now refers to it as an event, but I will continue to use the word ceremony because I think it's classier and I think it means a lot more. Anyway, buckle up. Let's get to Planet Project Owner. So the first thing that I want to point out is, and you're doing it, most of you, 80% of you, most everybody that I've ever worked with, trained, talked with, um, observed, uh, questions that I get, most common topic, all that stuff, we're all doing it, all right? You, you've got to stop with the check-the-box ceremony, check-the-box event. We have to defend against that. It's, it's really an anti-pattern, okay? You have to defend against the boring and mundane and routine check-the-box ceremonies, all right? Because you don't get anything out of that. Um, worked with a guy uh, not long ago. We've done a couple of several workshops together and I loved his idea and uh, I won't name his name because I got to protect that identity here but um, in any event I worked with him did, did several workshops he, he had this idea of renaming the ceremonies um, something that were a little more exciting a little bit more appealing you know I've talked with you before about the sprint demo or the sprint review being really for a product owner being like showtime 
right? So uh, maybe instead of uh, your team name's uh, Sprint and then Sprint Demo as what we call this particular ceremony, maybe it is your team name Showtime or your team name Welcome to the Show. Um, I know that's a little weird and a little cheesy, but you know, what about your... um, what about your daily stand-up? Maybe it's uh, cooking with your team name uh, or baking the cake with, you know, whatever. And and again, it's it's just a different thinking pattern. I'm not saying everybody run out and rename all your ceremonies, but I am saying let's think about it in a different way, right? You take the daily stand-up, for example. It is the most unanticipated ceremony that we have. It turns into such a check-the-box ceremony you know, a lot of times it's because we stick to the out-of-the-box questions and we don't go very deep because we have understood it to be that these are the questions that we have to ask and we have to answer them in the 15-minute time box. And, oh, my God, if we go over 15 minutes, what are we going to do? This yesterday, today, and where am I blocked, right? I mean, aren't we supposed to innovate and learn to work better? I mean, you're not going to get that by just relying on the ceremonies, right, to do that unless you are willing to step outside of your comfort zone just a little bit. Uh, Because while all of these ceremonies do produce some kind of purpose and outcome that we need, that is true. But I think it's sometimes forgotten that we're sometimes limited in collaboration if we simply stick to the routine. Okay? When we just work from yesterday, you know, what did I do yesterday or or since the time we met last? uh, What do you plan to do today? And where are you blocked? Okay? Well, I can tell you all about that, and I can just check a box and say, well, I did story number three um, since the last time we met. I completed that one, and today I'm going to work on story number five, and I'm going to help out uh, dev number three with story number six. Where are you blocked? Oh, I don't have any blocks. No, I'm not blocked. Nobody's ever blocked. It's funny. Nobody's ever blocked. And then you waterfall your sprint and you wind up turning in all your work there on the last day, right? So we're really behind then because now I, there's no way I could have seen that work uh, ahead of time. And again, I'm getting you, I'm getting, I'm getting us closer to viewing that work uh, before the sprint demo, I promise. Hang on, kids. So what I would like to see, what, or well, let me rephrase it. Not really what I would like to see. What has been effective for me is that I have turned the yesterday, today, and blocked business into show your work, get solutions, and nip it in the bud. We're going to show our work, we're going to get solutions, and we're going to nip it in the bud. Because nipping it in the bud is important. When you're on a time box sprint that you you have essentially communicated and committed to meeting a sprint goal, Okay, and something is popping up to block you, we need to nip it in the bud. If something is not going the way that it should, you need to nip it in the bud. All right, nip it. Y'all remember that? This is where I see the progress. I see the progress in the daily stand-ups. When I was a product owner and when I was coaching product owners, that's what I would kind of explain to them. I want screenshots of tests, right, if I'm using a tool like Jira. Sure, that's great. But if I'm relying just on screenshots of tests and the outcome and what it looks like and feels like and all of that stuff in a tool like Jira or Rally or whatever, um, I have to go and look for that, right? So when am I going to do that? I'm not going to do it during my sacred backlog elaboration time. Uh, I'm not going to do it during my share care time because my share care time, I should already be prepared 
to deliver to my stakeholder what it is or my primary sponsor what it is that we're doing and what we've done so far because that's important to know. You have to know, look, I gave this a look just this morning. It looks like what you and I have talked about, and here's the next thing that they're going to attack. You have to be prepared for that. You're not going to you're not going to be able to do your weekly share care time and be prepared for that unless you're checking that work more regularly than just in the demo, right? Nothing's going to demand my attention more than the dev team showing me their progress. You agree to that, right? It allows me to get as close to the source as I can get, right? So think of the stand-up as something a little more exciting than just a status report because, oh my God, status report. You want to improve the engagement. You want to minimize risk here. And I know what you're already thinking, and I'm going to talk about it in the next segment. 15 minutes is not a lot of time, Scott. How can we possibly get all of that done in 15 minutes? So now that we are, uh, now that we're to that bridge, I think in the next segment, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, structuring this so it doesn't get off the rails. Okay, so hang tight. Quite certain that I've got your uh, attention. I'm quite certain that I have your curiosity peaked. Uh, How to structure this so it doesn't get off the rails. Let's talk about that for a minute. Before I do... Guys, I'm bringing it back. A reading from the Scrum Guide. <laughs> All right, so here we go. The Daily Scrum. Y'all ready for this? All right, I want everybody to listen up. If you haven't heard it, if you haven't read it, I want you to go back and read it. The Daily Scrum is a 15-minute time-boxed event for the development team. Notice the attendees described for this event. Now, they call it an event, again, but I choose to still call it a ceremony. Sorry, guys, but not Sorry. The Daily Scrum is a 15-minute time-boxed event for the development team. That's interesting. But I thought we had uh, stakeholders, and I thought we had this person and this line of business and this guy from the PMO and this gal from accounting and this one from marketing. Read it again. Daily Scrum is a 15-minute time-boxed event for the development team. This is important, okay? This is important because I'm about to tell you the rest of the story. Y'all remember Paul Harvey? All right. Another excerpt goes on to say this. The development team uses the daily scrum to inspect progress toward the sprint goal and to inspect how progress is trending toward completing the work in the sprint backlog. I did not make that up. It's in the guide. You know what we did make up? Hang on and I'll get that one. Notice the purpose. Now, remember, you guys are always tell you guys know where I'm going with this. Why? Why do we have a daily stand-up? Why do we have the daily scrum? We just read it. The development team uses the daily scrum to inspect progress toward the sprint goal and to inspect, inspect how progress is trending toward completing the work in the sprint backlog. Now, that is your why. And I think we all understand the value in that, right? That's the purpose. So let's continue. Reading again. The structure of the meeting. You ready, Scrum Master? I'm calling you out. The structure of the meeting is set by the development team and can be conducted in different ways if it focuses on progress toward the sprint goal. Some development teams will use questions. Some will be more discussion-based. Here is an example, keyword, example of what might be used. What did I do yesterday that helped the development team meet the sprint goal? What will I do today to help the development team meet the sprint goal? Do I see any impediment that prevents me or the development team from meeting the sprint goal? See, 
here's what we've done, right? Here's what we've done. We said, what did I do yesterday? Um, what did I do today? Um, where, where are you blocked? How are you blocked? Um, we forgot about the sprint goal part. We just took that straight out of the context, right? I mean, so the questions that we're asked, that we're programmed to ask in the daily stand-up because somebody read a book and said, here's what we got to do because I grabbed this template offline from somebody else, and these are the three questions that we have to ask, and then I want you to publish it for the rest of the world to see in the entire organization because y- y- you're responsible for this. Mm, wait a minute. Where did we go wrong, guys? What happened? Lord, I get so tired of that. Anyways, first use caution. Okay. First, use caution to make sure that we're answering the why behind the yesterday, today, and blocked questions. Remember what the purpose of that is to meet the sprint goal. <laughs> Got it? Is that pretty clear? All right. I hope we're clear on that one. So, um, so somehow we went from the suggestion in the example found in the guide, and we assumed that these are the only topics that we can cover. And it was clearly written in there that it was an example. Clearly stated it was an example. And a lot of times it's because, guys, we're just in a position where we really don't know what we're doing yet because we're in the journey. We're on the journey. We don't really know what we're doing when we come into the product owner role. We don't really know what we're doing when we come in to be, become a dev team in a sprint, in a, in a scrum, in some kind of Kanban situation. You know, whatever it is, we just don't know what we're doing right out of the box. So somebody tells us to do it and we read some books and we get some training and we get a certification and then we take off, right? Meanwhile, everybody else in the world has reporting and metrics and things like that that they want to measure you on. And you got to report status reports because, God, we can't let the PMO down, Right. And that's what this turns into. And that's why we get to check the box mentality. That's why it's just an event. It's not a ceremony. Ooh, I I went there. See, we globalized these templates and reported to management on these suggested and example topics as if that was just the end-all, be-all of what the purpose of this thing was for. Wow. I mean, I just didn't get that message out of reading it. Sorry. And just a little known secret here. I didn't get certified before I started working in this. I didn't, I, I read the book. Okay. I mean, I just, I read the book. I had some technology background. I had some management background. I had some business savvy. That's how I did it. I read the book. I didn't get all these big fancy certifications and all this stuff. Not saying they're not valuable. Not saying that you can't learn from it. But I'm saying if you're not structuring the house to be built on the firm foundation, which is built out of that scrum guide, then all that other stuff's going to fall to the side. All right, it's just not going to last. See, how are you going to work in these uh, these things individually, like showing stories and showing your work during that daily stand-up? Well, some dev, and let's talk about the time box. See, some developers on your team, they're not going to have anything to show individually. But as a team, they should be able to show you something every day. All right, I think it's incumbent on you, product owner, to ensure that you are getting what's asked for, but it's on them, entirely on them, to meet that sprint goal. And again, the importance of the sprint goal raises its head. Um, after re- reading or listening to this reading for yourself, how does that change your perspective and your thinking pattern to the whole thing? What's your approach now for your stand-up? And product owner, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to your Scrum Master too. Dev team, I'm talking to you as well. If you're listening, how does that change your perspective and your thinking pattern to the whole thing about this daily stand-up or daily Scrum that we hold? Um. Here's the thing. 
Um, there's a concept out here that it's on the team to meet the goal. Okay. Um, the product owner helps to create the goal based on what the business is saying, but the team is the one really responsible for saying, all right, here's what we're doing to help reach this objective or to reach this thing for the product owner, because the product owner is on that balance beam between technology and business. We kind of hold the keys to maximizing the value of what they're producing. Is this going to work for us or not? So how do you ensure that you're getting what you ask for if you're not seeing that work before your demo? Short answer is you can't. Sorry. Thanks for playing. So if you and the team, product owner, and the scrum master, and maybe even your management lines or whatever, okay, are at odds on whether or not this ceremony adds value, talk about that. Because I'm quite certain that this ceremony is not adding value to likely 70% of the audience listening. Okay. And look, refer back to this in the Agile Manifesto. Don't be afraid to respond to change. Okay. I'm going to help you with that in the next segment. Or at least I think it's the next segment. I don't know. I went on a lot of tangents today in this one. So we'll see where we are coming up next. Hang tight. So let's talk about this time box for a minute and see if we can help, okay? Um, I also want to introduce another concept, too, that I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to towards the end of the uh, content segment before we wrap up. Uh, I like the idea of the 15-minute time box, you know? Um, that, that's a lean deal, right? I mean, if you're lean enough, you should be able to show the work. You should be able to talk about what you need to talk to in 15 minutes, because you should be working in smaller batch sizes, okay? If you've got a topic out there that's worth discussing more than that, and it does happen, okay? It does happen. I'm not saying it never happens. And again, I, I said at the beginning of this episode, you're not going to be able to get full collaboration out of a team in a daily 15-minute time period and then wait till your demo to show it and then your retro at the end of the sprint, okay? That's just not going to help you, right? So, I mean, there's got to be a way to figure out, okay, how do we do this with also respecting the dev team's time, with respecting the product owner's time, respecting the scrum master's time, respecting anybody else's time, 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 time. But the team has to have time to develop and to grow and to collaborate and, and mesh and, you know, work on things that they need to work on. And you, you don't want to wait until you're retro to do that, right? I mean, you got the house on fire and you're waiting two weeks out before you even have a topic and a discussion about it. No. But at the same time, some of these bigger topics, and you don't want to change, you don't want to upset the whole apple cart, right? I mean, you don't want to turn everything over on a dime and a moment's notice in a daily stand-up and say, okay, we're going to start demoing stories now in our stand-up. Don't do that. Um, keep in mind the point of the stand-up to inspect progress toward the sprint goal and to inspect how progress is trending toward completing the work in the sprint backlog. Also remember that the structure is set by the dev team. Are you listening, Scrum Master? Scrum Master, hello, are you listening? <laughs> the structure is set by the dev team. Product owner, manager, director, value stream product manager, whatever you are, the structure is set by the dev team. So let's bridge this together and stay in some lanes though, okay? Product owner, if you are finding that your daily scrum or stand-up is 
really a check-the-box ceremony or event, and it's really boring and lame and mundane, and you're not learning anything, and neither is the team. Look, have a conversation with your Scrum Master and your Share Care Time. Because you should be having Share Care Time with the Scrum Master. I haven't spoken to that one yet, but I think it's probably a topic worth diving into. But I think by now, after listening to the way that I think and the way that I execute on all this stuff, I think you probably got the idea that you and your Scrum Master would benefit from some Share Care Time. Same place, same channel, same time, you know, all that crap. Uh, it's important. So talk to the talk about the product owner talk about the value of the stand-up with the scrum master if you approach it from a value perspective like what value are we getting from the daily stand-up you know talk about what value you are getting from it and give some feedback that you know you really need to see the work before the demo you know just talk to your scrum master about that right bring it up in your next retro i didn't say bring it up tomorrow didn't say send out an email tonight after you listen to this podcast. Um, present the problem, right? After you talk about it with your uh, Scrum Master and y'all get a game plan around it and be very careful. Stay in your lane. But present the problem. The dev team would really appreciate you just presenting a problem and letting them solve it because that's what they do, okay? Present the problem. Reiterate, reiterate the fact that the dev team constructs the structure of the daily stand-up and let them solve it for you. Okay? Does that make sense? So I hope that helps. You don't want to go in guns blazing product owner and mandate and dictate how that structure is going to look. Scrum Master, you got, if you're doing that, you got to stop. And if your manager's telling you to do it, your manager needs to stop. Because what you're doing is you're putting a chokehold on the collaboration first. Second, you're preventing the team from growing. Third, you're preventing the quality of the software being delivered, okay, when you're doing this. So stop. Make it stop, man. Make it go away. All right. Here's another point, and this is something I want to talk briefly about, what I call happy talk, okay, happy talk. This is a time um, to go ahead and work on some of these inspect and adapt exercises before your retro, and what I'll normally do is, or what I've, what has worked for me in the past is, and, and, and I had a scrum master, he and I worked together for several years, and, uh, and it worked out pretty well uh, most of the time uh, on various teams. Um, here's what I would do is, during the time box, we have the show your work kind of thing, right? And I hope you'll be soon seeing that work during your daily stand-up or during your daily scrum. Or maybe not all of the work, but at least the stuff that's maybe on the line, right? And it's like y'all agree to y'all agree to say, okay, look, on something that's really complex or something that's really complicated, I'd really like to see that. On this really simple stuff though, I'll go find the screenshot or I'll go log in myself and check it out. Okay, so you don't have to use the whole time for that. Um, but it is a time to do some inspect and adapt, right? Um but what about how we're working? How are we working together? What about some of the items that need more detail that, you know, maybe it can't be covered in the time box. And, oh, my God, it's 15 after. We all got to go. And we won't speak to each other again until tomorrow morning. It's mm, not really the way it works. Y'all know that. But remember, please remember the purpose of the stand-up inspection of the meeting and the sprint goal or inspection of meeting the sprint goal, okay? What I'm talking about happy talk is – Shortly after the time box, let's let's have a happy talk. Look, you can call it what you want to. I've heard the term meet after. I'm not a big fan of that, but um, because it implies meeting. 
Um, but happy talk. Uh, and, and, and I only say that because I don't like the word meeting. I like the word work session. Um, but anyway, talk about topics like access, like plugins, like really getting to the heart of that, uh, uh, that obstacle that you have or that whatever it is that's keeping you from moving forward. Approvals, process, team process, refinements, and coaching even. You know, maybe the team can agree to have a coaching moment once a week, maybe in your happy talk session that follows your 15-minute time box, right? So let's think about that and consider it. So I'm hoping that maybe I have opened your eyes to some better ideas or some more ideas or a different way of thinking because, again, that's the point of what I'm doing and why I'm sharing it. Uh, but for day, for today, let's land the plane, get off this crazy planet that we call Planet Product Owner, shall we? All right, as I have repeatedly said, don't wait until the demo to see the work. The guide, the scrum guide, gives us guidance. That's why it's called a guide. You know what our problem is, though? We cowboy that thing too much. Man, we just take that thing and rip it to shreds, and we let people who think they're uh, certified and whatever and can train you know, all of these things and do all this stuff, we let them cowboy it, and then they mandate and dictate down to us, which really is kind of different than decentralized decision-making in the first place. But in any event, I digress. We have options to learn how to work better, which is, again, my definition of Agile. My definition of Agile is learning to work better. And we got some options there. Hey, product owner, look, know your place, know your role. Present the problem and let the team solve it. That's what they want. Okay. Hey, Scrum Master, yes, you, Scrum Master, again, let it go, let it go. It's not your call. Let it go. Do you want to check the box meeting? Or do you want to deliver value faster with more quality? Which do you really want? Okay. Do you want to chokehold it? Do you want to check the box? Do you want everybody having no passion for doing what they're doing? Do you want to put your product owner and your team in a position? Because you're part of the team, remember. Remember that, you're part of the team. Do you really want to put your team and your product owner and your dev team in a position to uh, show a demo next uh, Thursday or Monday or Friday or whatever it is with a bunch of people on the line and it's not really what we asked for? Do you want to do that again? Okay. If you don't want that to happen anymore, then let it go. Hey, dev team. Solve the problem. Meet the sprint goals. If you're not meeting the sprint goals, figure out why. Have a conversation. If there's not a sprint goal, have a conversation with your product owner. Demand it. Don't just ask for it. Demand it. You got to have a sprint goal because that's the only way you know where the fence is so you can swing to hit that home run, right? I tell my kids all the time, five minutes now is two hours later. And in our business, that could be the difference in being down and out, losing customers, or it can be the difference in gaining them and making them happy. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode, and I hope that you and your family are safe. Until next time, have a safe, fun, lean journey, my friends. (laughs) 